Spirit of a Champion presents Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Welcome to another Encouraging Moment. Hi, I'm Bobby Williams, and I'm so glad you joined me today. I want to talk to you today about Jesus is the light of the world. He is the Savior, the Most High God, the one true God, the living God. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. This message today is all about Jesus being the light of the world. Don't accept the darkness in your life or the darkness that seems to be all around us. Live as a child of His light. So many are falling into Satan's trap, his deceptions and lies, to get you to dwell on your current problem instead of the Lord. People are falling into a sense of loss and depression over the virus, over the government. They are sad about not being able to fellowship at church, at sporting events, at concerts. They're having trouble even going out to a restaurant in some states and some places. They are upset about not being able to go to work in the office or the tragic loss of a loved one during the season or the loss of income or a job. Yes, those are very, very, very tough things. But this message... This message is a message of hope to the world. You will find joy, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ because He is the light of the world. Let's begin by having a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord, that you are in our presence today, that you have given us this great message on the fact that you're the light of the world, that you have overcome the world, that in you we can have victory over the world. Father, protect our minds during this incredible trying times in America. Help us to focus on your light and not the darkness of this world. Help us, Lord, to turn the darkness into the light that only you can give. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. This is going to be an exciting lesson. I hope you've got your Bible. And we're going to be reading in John 1, 1 through 5, and even down further than that. But let's start there in our Bible reading. And this is the holy inspired Word of God. It's the true Word of God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. This was John the Baptist. I want to point that out. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become the children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or of a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning Him. He cried out, saying, This is the one I spoke about when I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me, because He was before me. Out of His fullness we have all received grace in place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth, 
came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in the closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. Wow, what a great lesson this is. And Jesus said in John 8, 12, he said, When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. You know, when you become a Christian, the light of Jesus Christ enters your heart, and it gives you a special, warm, and joyful, peaceful feeling, because that's the Holy Spirit coming into your life. And I just want to ask you, because I always ask people, have you really dedicated your life to Christ? Have you focused on God? Or are you worried on all the things that are happening around you? The trials you're going through, money problems, all kinds of health issues and stuff like that. Yeah, sure, those are things that are real. But I'm telling you, there is a better life in Jesus Christ because he's the light of the world. He came to give us life and give it abundantly to us in John 10.10. There's a better life than what most people are living, but you must be dedicated to God. My number one point is, when Christ enters your heart, His light lives and shines within you. The light of life dwells in you through the Holy Spirit. Jesus' light comes into our heart. You know, if I look back in the Scripture, and I want to point this out, this is a very important part of this lesson is in John after this, this is in John 1, most of this, there was a man named Nicodemus who was a Pharisee who came to Jesus, and he basically asked him, how can I be saved? And Jesus said to him, very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. And Nicodemus said, how can someone be born again when they are old? Nicodemus asked, Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born. Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to the flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to the Spirit. And so he was talking spiritually. He wasn't talking about a birth of a mother and a child. He was talking about being saved and born again. And if you have any doubt in your heart, because you can't remember when you accepted Christ as your Savior, uh, later in this message today, I'm going to give you an opportunity to accept Christ as your personal Savior. Or if you haven't been dedicated as much as you think you should, I'm going to ask you to rededicate your life, and I'll lead you into that too. Well, let's go on to the Bible here again. Our number two point is we must be obedient to Jesus, to Jesus, the light of the world. John 14, 14 and 15, if you ask me for anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is one of my greatest things that I learned from the Bible years and years and years ago. When you become born again, the light of the world enters your heart, that's the Holy Spirit, and lives in you. So you have this fountain that gushes joy and peace and love and patience and wisdom, and it's all the fruit of the Spirit that Jesus wants to teach you through the Scripture of the Holy Bible and through His Spirit. He teaches you the Bible, and He gives you even more than that. He gives you His presence in your heart and walks with you and talks with you, and this presence strengthens you during trials and tough times, comforts you when you need comfort, talks to you, and tells you this is the way you should go. 
this is what the Holy Spirit does, and it's a light inside of me. Ever since I became a Christian and as I dedicated my life to the Lord, that light inside of me, it just permeates everything I do because it's the Lord, it's not me. That's what it should be for every Christian. That brings me to my next point. Jesus brings pure joy into the life of every Christian. Matthew 2.10, when they saw the star, they rejoiced with great delight. And so when you have Jesus in your life, things can be going really tough in your life still. You know, just because you become a Christian doesn't mean everything is perfect. It's not. But we have a Savior that has a plan for our life. And no matter what fire we go through or storm in our life, he said he'd never leave us nor forsake us, and he would be with us all the way through it to victory. And that's what's so wonderful about being a Christian. But Christ brings pure joy into your life. You know, every day I just get before God and I say, thank you, Lord, for the joy that you've given me. It jumps my heart. It gives me a smile on my face. It's pure joy. It's not just happiness. It's joy from the Lord because the light of the world is living inside of me. And if you're a Christian, he's living inside of you. And you can tap into it. You can just say, Lord, I'm feeling kind of down today. And I need your joy, Lord. Bring me more joy. And as you focus on his word and you pray to him, his presence fills your heart even more. And that joy comes. And that's what it does. Number four is life can be hard, but Jesus Christ brings pure hope into the life of every Christian. Jeremiah 17, 7. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. That's all about Jesus Christ. You know, I don't major on the other things in my life because I don't have to. If I'm taking too much time over here, over there, doing too many things, even a hobby or anything, I can get off balanced, uh, doing too much work, uh, actually doing too much play. It depends on what I'm doing. But I have to each day like a regular meal. You need three meals a day to eat and survive and and really have a good, healthy body. You have to do your exercise, but spiritually, you have to read your Bible, and you have to get in prayer every single day, because the Word itself is so powerful that when you read that Word, it actually strengthens you as you read the Word every day. It's like food is to the body, the Bible is to your spirit. That's a really big deal in this lesson is that Jesus brings joy, but he also brings hope. What else does Jesus bring? Well, Jesus Christ brings pure peace to the life of every Christian. You can be so upset in a situation, but when you take that problem or that issue before the Lord, the Most High God, when you were saved, he forgave you of his sins by his blood, and he said, yes, you are worthy, you are righteous, and the righteous can go before the throne room of God, and he hears you. And when he hears you, he'll answer your prayer, and he'll help you through that situation you're in. And you may be thinking right now, but Bobby, you don't know what I'm going through. No, I don't, but God does, and he's going to see you through, and it's going to be okay, and he's going to work it out, and I'm here to tell you that I know this to be true. He'll bring you peace. And where does he get that peace? It's his peace. I just love John 14, 27. Jesus said, my peace I give unto you, not as the world gives, my peace I give unto you. All right. So if you're full of anxiety and you're nervous and you're worried, go before God in prayer and he will give you the peace you need because he's the source of everything in your life. I'm telling you the truth. He's the source of every single need in your life and it's all in the Bible and it's through the Holy Spirit.
And Jesus brings us joy. Jesus brings us hope. And Jesus brings us peace. Wow, what a lesson. It's so exciting what God has done for us as Christians. Every Christian should be so proud and so excited about their Christian life. Be passionate about your Christian life. Put God first in all things. Make sure that you put Jesus Christ first in everything. That's what God wants from every one of us. Remember, this is my sixth point. Every promise in the Bible is a promise from God himself. You know, Psalm 119, 160 says, The entirety of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous judgments endures forever. Every word that proceeds out of the Bible was inspired by the word of God, and it's true from the front cover to the back of this cover. And the principles in this Bible will make your life incredibly wonderful. And so you can trust the Word of God, and you can place your faith in Jesus Christ and let Him allow you to understand what all these words mean. But those Bible promises are true, and they're wonderful. In my life, uh, I always try to, to learn the Word of God and the promises of God. And whenever a certain subject comes up in my life, I lean on that Word of God. I go to the Word of God for answers and for strengthening and for wisdom and for comfort, and that's what I do. How many scriptures do you really know? I challenge you this week to memorize one scripture that is so important to you. And if you know one, memorize another one and another one and another one. And when that word is etched on your heart, you'll be able to rely on that in your day of trouble, and, and you can ward off the devil. And he'll, he'll say negative words to you in your mind, but you can say, man does not live by bread alone, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And then you go into, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13. See, if you know the word, you can rebuke the devil and the bad thoughts that come into your mind. And trust God at his word. So that's a big one. God's favor rests on his children. Luke 2.14. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Once you become a child of the Most High God, his favor rests on us. And everywhere we go, we have his favor. Number nine, don't lose heart. God said he would never leave you nor forsake you. This is such an important thing in the Bible, Deuteronomy 31.8. The Lord himself goes before you and he will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. God is watching and he is involved and all of this will end too. And we'll have victory in the midst of this. The real thing that I always think about is how do I react when things are happening to me? How do I face trials in my life? Well, when I have the light of the world in my heart, I don't have to live in darkness, and neither do you. You don't have to listen to all the negative words, negative thoughts that are coming into your head, or the news, or people around you that are all negative. No, you really need to separate yourself from those things and think on the things of God. Think on only good things, whatsoever is honorable, whatsoever is lovely, whatsoever is true. Think on these things. God wants you to protect your mind from the negative. And that's a very big point of that. You know, he's the light of the world. He's not darkness. He's light. And wherever you, if you go into a room and it's dark and you strike one match, it lights up the whole room. And that's what God's love 
does for a human being, and that's what he does for your mind, and God is light, so that's what he does for us. Number 10, we are to be a light in a darkened world. Now, how can you be a light? Well, if you're a child of the Most High God, you have the Lord Jesus Christ living inside of you. You can talk to God about things, and He'll give you His light. And then you can shine like His light in the world. You can be His great ambassador. Matthew 5, 16, Jesus said, Let your light shine so before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And that's what God wants you to do. He wants you to be a light of the world. Make sure that you're really dedicated during this season. We're, we're in a season that is a pretty tough time. But if you'll dedicate yourself to the Bible, if you'll understand who you are in Christ, if you'll understand that His light is living in you, then you can just ask Him for more light. You can ask Him for more joy. You can ask Him for more peace. You can ask Him for more help in any way that you need. Jesus Christ is there for you. It's so wonderful to have this life and this relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. It's it's not a certain church or anything. It's a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And when He comes into your heart, you have the light of the world in you. And so whatever you're facing today, I want to encourage you and inspire you and tell you, God is working overtime to help you through it. And it may seem like right now that things look dark, but believe you me, you hang on to the light of the world, and God is going to give you the victory in Jesus' name. I want to pray for you today. If you would like to make a rededication of your life, if you just want to rededicate your life right now to the Lord, or if you want to give your heart to the Lord, let me pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, if anyone's out there and they need to be born again and have this light of the world, and you've been talking to them, Lord, you've been knocking on their heart's door, and you've been calling them because the Holy Spirit calls people out and said, you need a Savior. Just bless them. Bless this prayer we're about to say for them. If you need the Lord Jesus Christ and you don't know him as your personal Savior, just repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I know I'm a sinner. Lord, forgive me of my sins. I believe that you're the Savior of the world, that you were born of the Virgin Mary, that you had a ministry here on earth, that you were crucified on the cross, and your blood saved me and covered up my sins, Lord. And on the third day you rose from the dead. And you are the light of the world. You are the King of kings, the Most High God, the one true God. And I accept you, Lord, as Lord and Savior of my life. Please hear my prayer and accept me, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. And I believe you've been saved right there. If you've accepted Christ as your Savior, connect with me and let me know. I'd like to send you one of my books or however I can help you. I love you in the Lord very much. Remember, we're on YouTube, we're on the TCT Network, NRB TV, and uh, Facebook. Uh, so many places you can get our messages, but we love you in the Lord. And I just want to encourage you, have a great week knowing that the light of the world is living inside of you. Until next time, be encouraged. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more Encouraging Moments, go to spiritofachampion.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams.